0: Hi there, I'm your host Kay Coglin, and you're listening to From One Caregiver to Another. I am a life coach for family caregivers and sandwich family caregivers like me who wanna get some rest and feel less alone. I taught myself how to navigate all of my responsibilities and get into the mindset I need so that I can set boundaries, have self-compassion, and prioritize myself so that my needs get met too and that's what i help my clients do and if we can do it i know it's possible for you too this is episode 76 today i am talking about the art of saying yes this is the other side of the coin of saying no And it really is helpful to think about them together. And if you listened to the episode last week, you already knew this was coming. Here's why I recorded the episode about no first. It's because when you say no to the things that don't work for you, you can make space in your life to say yes to the things that are important to you. So if you haven't listened to that last episode, that's episode 75. That was called The Art of Saying No, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it. Talking about saying yes feels energizing to me in a way that talking about saying no just doesn't feel energizing. Talking about saying yes feels a lot less challenging than talking about saying no. And in fact, I didn't mention it at all when I recorded the episode that was released last week about saying no. But writing that outline took a lot out of me. And even recording that took a lot out of me. Even though I do talk to a lot of people about saying no, and and I mean a lot, and, and I do it a lot of the time, it still brings up quite a bit of challenging thoughts and emotions for me. I had to reward myself a lot to get through that recording. And I mean, I had to reward myself with just a half hour of, you know, whatever time to read a book, I had to go sit in the sunshine, and there were times that I even had to kind of trick my mind into working on it. So, I had this whole big outline for this episode I'm recording today, but it was starting to feel just as challenging to me, and I was putting off recording it. Then I woke up this morning just knowing exactly what it was that I wanted to say instead. So I wrote a whole new outline, I threw the other one out, and I'm just working from one that I wrote a short time ago. And I'm saying yes to this, to what I really want to say, because it's who I am. It is so closely aligned with my mission and what I want my message to be when it comes to talking to people who have family caregiver responsibilities. And this is one of the things that I really want people to remember and to take away if they happen to come across this work. I want our yeses to be big heck yeses for us. Now, I know that while some of Our yeses will be big and juicy and they'll make us wildly happy. Some of our yeses, they're going to be heck yeses, but we're going to say them because we have an obligation about decisions that we've made in our lives. There are things that we're going to say yes to because we just made the choices to put those things ahead of other things. I think that what I'm trying to say here is that I want all of our yeses to be choices, intentional choices for us. I don't want our yeses to be forced on us by what other people say or what other people expect of us. I want them to come from us, from you and from me, based on who we are and what we want out of life. The hard part about this is what I'm not saying and what I'm not implying is that all of our yeses are going to make us happy and you know want to dance around with joy. I wish I could say that but that is just not how life works. Life is just way more complicated than that and that's why I think that it makes a big difference to say yes as a deliberate choice because choosing, choosing in itself is so empowering and that's whether it's something exciting or something really more ordinary than that, and maybe even if you have to choose something that's really hard, when you choose it for yourself based on what you think and what you want and what you feel and decisions that you've made, you free yourself from the emotional grind that happens when you say yes for the wrong reasons. Okay, how do we do that? I know you're probably saying to yourself, that's all well and good, but how does this actually work? So how do we figure out what to say yes to and what are the right reasons to say yes? Well, I want to start here by encouraging you to figure out what's important to you. And I mean important to you because of who you are, not based on what other people say should be important to you. I want to be really, really clear about this point because as people with family caregiver responsibilities, a lot of us have gotten used to substituting other people's opinions and values for our own because let's face it, sometimes things are easier for us when we just go along with the people around us rather than fighting back all the time and fighting for our own opinions. People love to tell us, what they think we ought to do, what we ought to want and ought to feel. And we're so busy hearing that. It's all around us. And we're so busy managing other people's lives because that's what we do as family caregivers. Or I should say that's one of the things we do. That's not our entire lives, but it is one of our things that we do is we take care of other people. Well, What all that means when you put it together is that we forget who we are. I forget who I am, and you can forget who you are too. What I'm describing here is actually called an identity crisis. And I talked about that over in episode 68, which I think is called When People Only See You as a Caregiver. So that is another podcast episode that you might want to go back and listen to if you want to hear more about an identity crisis. I've got some questions that you can ask yourself to help you figure out what's important to you so that you can say yes from what's inside of you, from a place of who you are. And maybe you can answer these questions in your head, but maybe you need to make a list. You know, if you're driving and this strikes you as something that's really important, you can come back to it later. You can pull over. So here are some questions that I've got to help you get started. This is not an exhaustive list. There are lots of questions you can ask, but this will get you started. Here are the questions. What do I love? What do I hate? And I will talk about that word hate in a minute, I promise. What makes me happy? What do I believe more than anything else? What makes me angry? And what makes me want to fight? Now, I want you to notice here that not a single one of these questions sounds anything like, What am I supposed to do? or What am I supposed to want? or What am I supposed to believe? There are no supposed tos in this. Because if you are going to start learning to say yes from that inside place of who you really are, your real identity, You have to admit to yourself who you really are. Even if you keep this all to yourself, locked away in your heart, maybe not forever, but for now, these are questions to answer for yourself. And this is how we arrive at the answer to what's important to you. I'll tell you some of what's on my list personally. I love music and nature and I know that if I don't get enough of either, I am absolutely miserable. I love my family and my marriage. I love my business. I love my spirituality and my faith. I love feminism, and I love anti-racism. And now I'm going to talk about the things that I hate. That's a pretty strong word, isn't it? Because this is something that you're doing just for you, in your own head, maybe on a piece of paper that nobody else Is going to see, I want to stir you up from that place, the really deep places inside of you to help you understand yourself better. So here are some of the things that I hate I hate gun violence, I hate racism, I hate anything that devalues women or anyone who's underrepresented in our culture, as a matter of fact. I hate that in our culture, lots of systems treat family caregivers as an afterthought. So these are things that I hate. These are things that I want to fight for, that I wake up in the morning and they get me going. I guess you could call this my personal mission, sort of. These are definitely my values. I know these things are incredibly important to me. And because I know how important they are to me, I say yes to these things. Look, I know that this is a big list. It is a big list, and I'm fine with that. And these aren't all the same priority for me all the time. Some of these things are more important than other things. I mean, I could rank these in priority order. I'm not going to do that, but I could if I had to. And sometimes my priorities change over time. But basically, I know who I am. I know what's important to me and the people around me know that too. So the questions that I just asked and gave you my own answers to, these questions are about who you are. And I do think that's always the place to start. When it comes to figuring out what to say, heck yes, to. Then there's another question to ask. And that one, oh, and this is so hard, prepare yourself. The question is, what do you need? And I might also say, what do you want? Now, there's not a lot of words in those two questions. What do you need? What do you want? Those are very short questions. They might sound deceptively simple. But I know for people with family caregivers, and I'm speaking for myself, and I know there are some of you I'm talking to who are going to understand this because we lose our identity in being a family caregiver. Talking about what we need and what we want can actually be extremely difficult because we've, we've really learned that we shouldn't answer those questions on our own behalf. Now, because this comes up so much in my practice as a life coach, I do have a bunch of ways that I help my clients answer this question. It's really something that life coaches like me, we do a lot of this. So I'm not going to get into those tools here, but I want you to know that there are a lot of tools out there to help you answer this question. You can even Google, how do I find out what I need or what I want? And I'm not being silly when I say that really hard to answer this. So, you know, get some help answering this if you need to. And I'm going to tell you what some of my answers are to these questions as well. I really started that with the first one, what I need, what I want is all mixed up inside of this, but I'm just going to answer the what I need question. I need rest, physical safety, emotional safety. I need time with God, I need intellectual stimulation. I like to go deep on intellectual stuff. And I desperately need time to read every single day. I also need exercise every single day. Some exercise. I'm not talking about an exercise program. I just need to move my body. I need to be in nature as much as possible. And if I have my preference, that's going to be camping or gardening or sitting in the grass, reading a book. I need girlfriends I can be honest with. I need friends who listen without trying to fix me. And I need to fight against injustice. When I'm thinking about that first one, the first one I said is that I need rest. I'm really running through both of my lists of answers to both of these questions in my head. So the the big list with that first set of questions I had, and then this big list here of things that I need, I know it's a lot. It's a lot to try to balance all of these things. I don't try to balance it. I try to pay attention as much as possible. And I'm not saying that I always get it right. What I am saying, though, is that I do know myself and I know what's important to me. And on a daily basis, every single day. Knowing these things about myself helps me say yes in ways that feel good and feel right for me because I'm saying yes to things that are aligned with what I want and what I need and also the decisions I've made about things that I am going to be obligated to in my life, willingly obligated to, like being a family caregiver So sometimes I do get it wrong when it comes to saying yes and saying no to things. That's totally okay. We all do that. That's part of life. It's just another part of what it means to be human. But I pay attention to when I say yes to something and it just doesn't feel good for some reason. What I've learned is that that is a clue that I am saying yes to the wrong thing for me or maybe for the wrong reasons. And I want to encourage you to do that too. So if you say yes to something and you start to have mixed feelings or maybe you feel a little sick to your stomach or you might feel that kind of emotional twinge anywhere in your body. For me, it's uh, in my stomach usually. Or if you feel feel any shame or guilt or resentment, and I would say especially resentment, but really any of those challenging emotions, pay attention to that. Here's why. Because something to know about saying yes is that you can always change your mind. Always. Even if you said yes to something five minutes ago, you can say no to it now. Now, Of course, it might not feel good to say no. And you might have to deal with some consequences and you might feel some regret. If you said yes in the first place for the wrong reasons, like so that you wouldn't disappoint somebody else, well, you might end up disappointing that person anyway if you say no, and that is a really hard to face and it's really hard to feel, but you can still say no. You can say yes one minute and change your mind the next. You can say no to anybody, to anything, anytime. That is part of what it means to be an adult is making hard choices like that and sometimes changing our minds. And that's what I mean when I said that saying yes and saying no are really two sides of the same coin. I hope that this is making sense for you now in a way that it makes sense for me. And I always try and keep that in mind in my life, that when I say yes to some things, I'm going to have to say no to some other things. And when I say no to things, then I can say yes to things. And I always start from this place of what's important to me. So because some of us like to jump in and say yes too quickly, we we kind of do it automatically. The last thing I want to offer you today is that You, yes, you, you can pause before you say yes to something. You can pause before you say no to something also if you want to, but we're really focusing on talking about saying yes here. Pausing before you say yes is an especially important habit to build. It's important to know that you have a right to do it if it really is your knee-jerk reaction to say yes pretty much all the time, and I can relate to that because there are times in my life when I have done that. I don't do that now. I should say I'm pretty good about doing it now. I know there are times when I do it anyway, but as a habit, I pause before I say yes. So here's how that works. When someone approaches you, about any opportunity or situation or responsibility they want you to take on, and that could be by email or voicemail or over social media or in person, you can insist on having time to consider it. That is your right as a human. I want you to hear that. You are allowed to take time to consider things before you say yes. So if you need to practice what it would feel like to say that, try saying something like this. Okay, Thanks for bringing that up. I need time to think about it. I'll get back to you. And you know, you can give them a time frame if you want. I'll get back to you in five minutes. I'll get back to you in an hour. I'll get back to you in a week. Whatever. But let me repeat that so that you can hear me say that one more time. Here's what you can practice saying if you need to practice it. And I like using scripts for things. I think it's really important to train our brains to have the words that we need. If your brain wants to blurt out yes because that's your habit. Practice saying this instead so that you have something else that you can say instead of just automatically saying yes. So here it is again. You can practice saying, Okay, thanks for bringing that up with me. I need time to think about it. I'll get back to you. Ultimately, what I hope for you and for myself too is that we will say yes to the things that are in alignment with who we are and what we want and that we'll say no for exactly the same reasons. I want us to base our decisions on what we truly think and believe for ourselves, not the things the people around us say we ought to think and ought to believe. I want us to remember that we, you and me, we always have a right to say yes or no, and we can always change our minds. I know it can be a shock, to hear it stated so clearly like that. So let me say it here again. You and me, we never have to say yes to something because another person tells it to us or expects it from us. Yes is a decision and it's a choice, just like no is a decision and a choice. As family caregivers, our responsibilities can make it challenging to live in a way that makes us truly happy and so that we're fulfilled. When we can learn to say yes from a place of these intentional decisions, deliberate choices, instead of saying yes to everything because it's what people want us to do, we will have a much better chance at living a fulfilling life living a happy life in fact what i'm going to say is that saying yes and no from this place of choice that's what's going to make a joyful life possible for you and for me if you haven't left a rating or a comment for the podcast any episode you can always leave a rating or a comment on any episode i'm going to ask you to do that now if you don't mind I didn't make up the rules. This is how podcasts grow is when people rate them and share them with other people. So do that if you would. That's going to help other people find this podcast. And in the end, it's going to make it so that the world gets better and more livable for everybody like you and me who has family caregiver responsibilities. If you liked this episode, you have to go check out my monthly membership for family caregivers who want to get some rest and feel less alone. It's the place for emotionally safe community, brave self-development, and always self-compassion. You can find a link to it in the show notes and on my website at facilitatoronfire.net. And that is facilitatoronfire.net. If you're looking to connect with me, the best place to find me is in my Free Boundaries community, and I would love to hear from you. I can't wait to be with you again in the next episode, From One Caregiver to Another.